Welcome back to Sports Day. Last night we had a chat to Mark Evans, the CEO of the Gold Coast Footy Club, and tonight we are joined by their coach in Stewie Jew. Welcome, Stu. Nice to have you on the program, mate. How are you going? No, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's uh, nice to have, a, I guess, a start date and something to look forward to. Yeah. Now, how are you going with your coaches, mate? Because I'm assuming that uh, you're going to be down a few of probably your, your friends that you form relationships with. Yeah, it hasn't been a great um, a great week. I guess the the positive was we got a start date, but then what came with that obviously was a, a restricted head count within all footy clubs. So I certainly know from here there's there's a lot of good people uh, that remains you know on, on stand down and even speaking to a couple of other senior coaches, it's it hasn't been the most pleasant, and, and I guess they still remain in some uncertainty as to what that looks like going forward. How much say did you get in the coaching structure debate, uh, talking about some of those coaches that you want to go forward with? Yeah, well, we probably weighed up everything. Um, you know, and I think, I guess without the second tier, um, you know, I think that was, we went more down that line. Uh, I guess that was, you know, a majority of staff that were heavily tied to our second tier um, were the unlucky ones to to not make our, our initial head count to, to this season. And then, you know, we, we I guess we went with the, philosophy around the least disruption to the senior program so I guess everyone that was heavily involved with that before um, remained that way I want to ask the difficult questions how difficult was it for you in isolation to stay away from the fridge I know I certainly struggled through my time Stewie how did you go? No, It's been good actually it's um, a yeah. bit more free time uh, to do a bit of work did a fair bit of training with the boys so uh, that was good you know, we did a fair bit online group sessions and with our uh, with our players, and so it's been good to jump into that, and not have to charge into work as early. So, you know, generally, um, you know, a lot of things, you know, your family, and obviously a part of that is your kids, and then your work. And one of my bad habits is I come sort of six, seventh down the line. So, it's <laughs> actually been quite a positive thing to put a bit of work in and 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 feel good about that. So, I think I've uh, I've definitely improved in that area. That is good to hear. As the coach through that time, how many meetings were you having with groups and also trying to contact all your players individually? Yeah, it was a bit of a mix. Um, we probably went heavy with our leaders and we split up our players amongst our leaders. But, you know, we tried to, you know, mix it up and you know, not only with the, with the players but staff. So we had a lot of individual meetings, both players and staff, but then we would get them in, in groups, whether that's forwards, mids, backs. But then, as I said, yeah, the leaders, which... As the time went on, the leaders started to grab more and more and, and show more initiative, which was really pleasing. And myself, John Haynes, our general manager of footy, and, and Alex Rigby, our high performance manager, we we feel like in this time, one real positive is us three and the leadership group got really a lot closer because quite often when you're in the normal day-to-day, you're, you're all on the program and the win-loss, whereas we're able to spend a lot of time together, albeit uh, online. Um, but I feel like we've we've got on a really good level. Chewy, you're doing eight-man drills, you're doing seven-man drills because the coach is in there, but he's not allowed to touch the footy. How are you doing things? Have you invented some new stuff? Oh, no, no. We don't want to reinvent the wheel. Footy's won and lost doing the same things as it was 100 years ago. So we're sticking to the basics, the fundamentals, but we're very lucky here. With, we've got three ovals we can use and um, two gyms, and we've got multiple change room facilities. So... From a logistics point of view, we've we split it up really well. Work well Monday, and we'll obviously get back into it tomorrow. But um, 
we're able to get our groups in and out as per the the protocols without any crossover, which is which has been handy given we have got the multiple ovals and and gyms was the big one. And obviously, with that scenario, mate, have you have you tried to keep it as normal as possible with what you've given your players to do throughout the time, the period of time that's been locked down, or have you tried to back off a bit? What was your approach? Uh, we probably we we lent on the players a little bit and kept getting feedback. But early days, we gave them programs two weeks at a time because obviously when it started, um, the real the first two weeks we went pretty light with them because. Um, there was that uncertainty as to how long it was going to be. Um, and we know that, you know, on reflection, the week leading into the first game, you know, we've got a lot of younger players and how did they handle all the speculation about the future of the game and the season? Um, we think that probably weighed heavily on them leading into into round one. And so we probably backed off initially. And then, then the more and more they wanted, I guess, you know, help with their programs or different things, some guys ramped up their study. So we just re-engaged. I guess a little bit more and more as we went along. What about your injury list right now? No, Alex Sexton was out for a period of time. He's a critical player. How's it looking? No, Seco is up and going. So he had the season kept going. He was touch and go for round one, and we just thought it was a little bit too close. And then had it been a normal round two, he would have been okay. But I guess every team's looking at the blessing there with Charlie Ballard was down to miss, you know, 10 weeks. So he should be okay for round two. And Rory Thompson's had a really good time to get over his his, his ACL. And um, all bar, we've had a young lad, he did his ACL early in the year, but everyone's tracking really healthily. And obviously this ramp up's going to be pretty quick. So I'm sure, you know, with 51, 52 players, there's, there's going to be something come along, but um, it's just who, who it is and, and what it is that'll be telling. We know there's been a lot of protocols that have been put in place. Tell us more about the bonk ban and uh, how serious this is being taken from a club point of view. It's not a laughing matter, Carl, because we know that they're in quarantine hubs. They can't allow people to come into their households and put others at risk. Can you elaborate further? Uh, I just saw a headline before, and even that, that's the first time I've seen that. Um, We certainly haven't had any meetings about that. I'll give you the the tip. So... um, we sent out the protocols. We we had an information session, but we didn't get any questions along those lines, thankfully. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting because uh, I think anyone that participates in what is it Tinder, Stewie? I don't know, mate. I'm too old, but uh, I'm past they that. Me, they tell me that that's where you can have a uh, romantic interlude um, just for uh, just for one night, maybe. So I think that sort of stuff might be going out the window if they're not allowed to have people around their house, Dewey. I don't know how many of your young blokes are all living together, but that might be the best way to keep everyone away, I reckon. Yeah, I'll leave that to them. They, they do have their own time, and we, we don't like to get too involved, but um, a lot of our guys, we've got a few guys that live together, and a lot of guys have their partners with them, so I'm sure they'll cope. They'll be okay. Yeah. Hey, mate, given that you've already played Port Adelaide, what are you expecting the AFL to throw at you? Are you expecting to have to get onto a kite and go down to Victoria? Or do you reckon a Victorian team might actually get out of their comfort zone and come up and see you for once? Uh, I'd say this with no inside information because we're obviously, like everyone else, waiting to hear. But obviously, yeah, we've played Port. So I I think from a costing point of view and an ease of logistics, I would... Uh, be fair to say, I reckon we'd be playing the two WA teams from over there, and uh, and obviously the Adelaide Football Club, and then what they do with the 
Brisbane clash, I'm not sure just yet, but I, I just read then that the Adelaide Premier is trying to get the, the showdown in for round two. So, um, yeah, it'll be somewhere in the mix, but we've obviously already played Port, so I'm assuming that one's um, unfortunate. We were unable to get the points in that, and that's ticked off. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, it's nice to chat. Uh, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Take care, mate, and we'll see you and the boys in action soon. Yeah, can't wait. Thank you.